0: Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app.
1: This is the show.
0: Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.
2: Hey,
1: as you're well aware, I'm actually really nervous this morning. You may not be able to hear it in my voice, Mm. but... I've been on a mission and it's been a long drawn out one too. I yep. had to go interstate to execute it. Mm. This mission was introducing fruit chocks, a South Australian confectionery item to South Queenslanders. They're exclusive to South Australia. I believe that's wrong. I believe that's discrimination against us South Queenslanders and we as a community deserve more. We deserve fruit chocks. Now, thankfully I successfully smuggled seven <laughs> kilos back into Queensland. It wasn't just yep. like seven kilos worth of small bags. It was a huge bag, it like was. a huge big plastic bag. Mm. It's actually on the bench right next to me right yep. now, yep. filled with fruit chocks, And mm. we can say all we like, let's face it. Yeah. You like fruit I chocs. I
0: love fruit chocks.
1: You've grown up with fruit chocs. I have. Me, I love fruit chocks. Mm. This whole thing is my mission, right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that neither of us were born and bred South Queenslanders mm. and you can't just take our word for it. No. And for that reason, we've invited the lovely Sarah into the studio. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. You've never tried a free jock in your life before. No, I've never heard of them. And you've got no opinion. <laughs> you've, you didn't even really know what they were going to look like until today. No. Now they're right in front of you. Are you nervous about trying them? Because your answer does mean a lot to us. It determines the next step of this journey because if you like them, then they're an exclusive piece of real estate that we've got our hands on. Mm. If you hate them, then what are we going to do with seven <laughs> kilos? <of chips? laughs> yeah, that's kind of nerve-wracking.
3: Yeah, (laughs) all
0: right. It all rides on you. Now, quickly, uh, just before we get into the official uh, popping the fruit choc in the mouth, is there a difference between a chilled fruit choc, Paris, and a warmer fruit choc as far as uh, taste goes? Because our fruit chocs have been sitting in the fridge overnight. They
1: have been sitting in the fridge. I've had Sarah warm them to sort of room temperature in her hands over the last few minutes. Lovely. I'm going to say yes, and the reason for that is Mm. because a colder chocolate, especially colder with the apricot on the inside, a little bit denser, maybe doesn't melt in the mouth the same. So we'll take that into account however, yeah, they have been warmed up a little bit right. which might make it a bit more Sarah,
0: what we need you to do is on the count of 3 pop the fruit choc into your mouth and we need your honest opinion. Don't don't you don't have to care about hurting our feelings or anything like that. We want your honest opinion. On the fruit chalk, you okay. ready?
1: Yeah,
0: one, two, and three. In oh, the mouth in. it goes. You chewing? We've got some nice chewing action going on yeah, there. In there. I've Chew never with your mouth thought with of her. commentating somebody <laughs> eating something before, but that's exactly what I am doing.
1: She's giggling, but there's no sour look in her eye.
0: No, it, Sarah,
1: you're hard to read. I'll give you that. You're not
0: spitting it out, which is a good sign. Uh, so, but the laughter ob- is making me nervous. Obviously, told not to talk with your right. mouth full of food, so that uh, we appreciate that. <sighs>
1: We've got to build attention. Okay. <laughs> Sarah? Yes. What do you think? They're not too bad, actually. Not too bad. Oh, not too
0: bad. I'll <laughs> take not too bad. Not too bad. On a, a scale win? of
1: one to ten? I'd probably go a seven or an eight. Do or eight? to pop another one in your mouth just sure. to give us a final conclusion real quick? Okay. Chomp it in. Oh, yeah, that's All good. Right. Mm, best yeah, confectionery tasty, you've ever had in your life. Very tasty. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Do you want to try one? All
0: right. Yeah. Emmett Emmet is here as well, Sarah's uh, son, and he has flatly... Refuse to have Ooh. a fruit shock. So oh, I think he's
1: being convinced actually.
0: We're going to put one in.
1: Gazing at the fruit Emmett, shock. Emmett,
0: do you want to try one? You want to try one? Pop it in your mouth. Yep, it's there you go. In. Give it a chew. <laughs> he's bitten down into the fruity centre. And what do you think, mate? What do you think? Oh, it gets a thumbs up, it's which doesn't work in radio, a but it does work. Thumbs up of in.
1: approval. Yeah, It works on the live stream. Hey. Yep,
0: that's a win. It's a
1: win. It's a win. Not a win. only is it a win, we are sitting on precious property now yeah. we're sitting on 8 out of 10 confectionery items can it's approved by yep. adults children yep. we're going to sell them for a dollar each Oh my gosh, I'm okay. excited. We don't know what our next plan <laughs> is, but that's some Make great it news. 10.
0: Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you, Emmett. It's Hamish in Paris. Ad hit.
1: You're welcome. Hey, when it comes to talking about the issues that matter, me and you hit the mark one out of ten times. Yeah. However, someone that seems to hit the mark every time is Jade Toomey. And that's exactly why we're going to do this. News that Jade Toomey cares about.
0: News that Jade Toomey cares about. News that Jade Toomey cares about.
1: Good morning, my dear friends. How are you all? Well,
0: good, thank good, you. Good,
1: good. Ready to be hit with some deep, deep news day to me? What's going on? Well, usually, as you know, I come to you with uh, problems.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Bad yeah. news, doom, gloom yes. from the newsroom. Yes. Problems
1: that we can't solve either, so we just have to sit here and go, yes, we are all going to die. Thanks, Matt, and wallowing anyway. in despair. That's yeah. my mm-hmm. specialty. That was the old Jay. Okay. Fine. Today, <laughs> she's gone. Today, I come to you with
3: a solution. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's all got to do with maggots. Oh, (laughs) I think it's pretty ingenious so essentially there's this woman named Olympia in Canberra and she started a maggot farm okay why did she do this it's because she thought it would be like a pretty cheap way of feeding the animals on her real farm so cows and chickens and sheep because she couldn't afford to right so she bought all these flies, they created maggots and manure, and so it became like a sustainable way of farming without her having to buy feed. i
0: do you sure if to, I could handle that. Why yeah. do you have to buy flies? Why can't you just catch stu- flies? Well, have you
3: ever tried to catch
0: a fly? Yeah. yeah. How
1: quick do you think Olympia is? She's got a little fly-catching net out. Leave some
0: rotten fruit out. Oh. Uh, the flies will come and put and uh, lay their eggs. I in. Think, Look,
1: I think
3: that's a very slow way of starting yeah. out this farm. Too. You need yeah. a lot of flies You need a lot of flies a for a lot of maggots. All right. Um, but this plan of hers mm. became so 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 much bigger than that mm. and so essentially she started out with a big box of black soldier flies mm-hmm. and she put a bunch of food waste into this, it created mm. the process. But now she wants to replicate this all over the country yeah. and create all of this um, I guess manure and feed mm. for farmers in drought. Okay, That's pretty right? cool. Yeah all and right. so it's because we produce so much food waste Australia produces tons and tons and tons so it's like uh, I think 7.5 million tonnes of food waste every year. Can you imagine how many maggots that is? How many, how much feed that is for the animals on the farm mm. and how much um, pure uh, fertiliser you're getting for your garden?
1: So there may be people listening who are like me, a little bit misinformed, yep. un- uneducated on this subject. So you say manure, but how is this actually created by flies? Do they just eat the food and poop it out or what's the deal?
3: Um... So the scientifics of this <laughs> is also uh, slightly beyond beyond me. I know I am the resident know it all, but today I've failed. Okay. <laughs> r- I'm a
1: little <laughs> bit Stop unclear Why are you now? too far. <laughs> Maggots and food go to manure, that's all. I'm not food quite waste. sure how things happen in between. Oh, Look, talking... I'm assuming it's just I, I eating, thought this was common
3: knowledge it. and I wouldn't need to explain it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, look, I don't know, but we, I think the the question is valid. Are we talking standard manure or are we, are it's, we pure, talking it's
3: just pure manure
0: Fly poop or we, yeah, yeah all the okay.
3: stuff that the break di- breaks down. <laughs> Can you see that I don't know how this works? Essentially all of these flies turn into maggots and manure. That's all you need to know. Don't need to know the logistics. Flies equals manure plus maggots, which equals food for these (laughs) animals. There's something
0: missing in your sums, but that's okay.
1: Uh, Uh, If you would like to know how it all works, though, (laughs) maggots that are raised on animal manure can provide (laughs) manure. So I think that you mix in the animal manure with the food, then they start generating it themselves.
0: Okay, that's good. Mm. Essentially,
1: the problem is
3: that we have a lot of food waste. This is a solution. Yeah. And I'm just gonna stick to doom and gloom next week. <laughs> yeah, I can't so, do this good news or, stuff. Or no. just stick to the
0: newsroom. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jade. We'd like to thank you for coming in. Oh, I'm really sorry. Oh, we're not going to thank you. We would probably like to at some stage. <laughs> <today>. Now listen, <laughs> Kids say. Alright, time for another round of Stuff Kids Say. This is where we dive into the brains of my kids and see if we can work out what's going on in there.
1: I've got my diving cap on, I've got my goggles, I've got my bathers,
0: and I'm ready to delve deep home because each week I
1: do believe, although every now and then we lose some self-belief, I believe in the mission that we're getting closer to understanding your children, whether that's because they're ageing day by day Mm. or because we're getting more intuitive and smart, I do not know.
0: I don't know which one it is either, Mm -hmm. but let's see how we go today. This one theoretically shouldn't be too hard because we're talking fruit shops. Now, fruit chocks is the mission that you were on to bring us back fruit chocks. You yep. went to Adelaide. You got seven and a half kilos, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yes. All, uh, yes, about. Measured out. Seven and a half kilos of fruit <laughs> chocks in one giant plastic bag, all individual, not separately wrapped, weird, mm. weird situation.
1: I wasn't publicising that last mm. point 0.5 hay oh, purely because... so that we could consume them, but feel free to tell <laughs> the world that yes, I'm withholding point 0.5 <laughs> of a kilo of fruit chocks for well, myself. Well, to
0: be honest, we've probably eaten t- uh, about that already. Yeah. So there's only uh, yeah.
1: Seven kilos. There was never (laughs) 7.5.
0: So I took some home last night and fed them to my kids to see what they thought of fruit chocs. And look, I'll tell you now, I've got two kids, uh, Sam, who's eight, Adam, who is five. One of them likes chocolate. One doesn't. Okay. Okay. All right. Fruit chocs, it's fruit covered in chocolate. So that's all you need to know. This is what went down last night. Can you say fruit chocks?
3: Fruit chocks. Fruit chocks.
0: What do they look like, Addy?
3: Little chocolate balls. They look like little chocolate nuts. Oh, I've got another word for them. Maltesers.
0: They're not Maltesers. <laughs> They're better than Maltesers. Do you want to grab one, Addy? Have a chew and tell me exactly what you think, good or bad. No,
3: no, no. You're not going
0: to have one. Why, why don't you want to try one? No, I not want it. Okay, up to you, Sammy. you gonna have one?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Four. Three, two, one. Mm. Oh,
0: yum. They're nice. What yeah. does it taste like?
3: Maltesers.
0: <laughs> it's not Maltesers. Addy, you sure you don't want to try one?
3: No, they look like little poos.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: want another one, Sammy?
2: Yes. I want the whole lot. Oh, yes!
1: you yes! you yes! Give it back! No!
0: I'll take it. Take that I as a wheel. We'll take it. 50% because, strike rate. So
1: I'm guessing Addy's the one who doesn't enjoy he, no, chocolate. He's not
0: keen on chocolate. Well,
1: I mean, that's a good thing that he didn't try it because he's not tarnishing the name. Yes. Although if you're listening right now, Addy, I do think that you're really missing out on something special and maybe you should try it because you might actually really like it.
0: Let me tell you about an amazing story of survival that has happened over the last couple of days, Paris. Oh,
1: okie dokie. I'm ready for this. That's Bear grill style? A, it
0: kind of is, actually. It's a story okay. about a guy, Neil Parker is, his name, an experienced Queensland hiker. He's 54 years old. He went out for a bit of a walk on Sunday, but he didn't come back for a fair while. It was meant to be a three hour walk. Two days later.
1: Oh, my God, two days? Yeah. That's 48 hours.
0: That's uh, a long walk. It is a very, very long walk. As it turns out, not a lot of walking was going on. There was a lot of dragging. Uh, oh, I, look, dragging what? He, himself. Here is the story uh, from Channel 9 News.
1: On Sunday,
3: he set off from Mount Nebo but didn't tell anyone where he was going. During what should have been a three-hour walk, he lost his footing, falling more than six metres. Cartwheeled slammed into the rock and then landed in the creek at the bottom. Breaking his leg just above his ankle and fracturing his wrist, the 54-year-old also had no phone signal and no personal location beacon. All he could do was crawl. Neil drank water from the creek and ate a handful of nuts and lollies he'd packed in his bag, but he says it was adrenaline and the thought of his family that kept him going.
2: My son, my daughter, yeah, it was the main reason. I wanted to be ravaged like kids.
0: Look it's an amazing story there's no doubt about that yeah, to have to, yeah and he broke uh, the bones both on the same side so it it's like he couldn't use uh, you know, one side to balance the other. He was, he was in some strife. That's and he really traumatising. Yeah, he did an amazing job to get as far as he did. He ended up getting airlifted out. But my question is, as an experienced hiker, why did he not tell anyone where he was going, for starters? He didn't have one of those location devices and he didn't have a phone with adequate signal for the whole time. Look,
1: I think I'm going to quote the great Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana here. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. You live and you learn it yep. again and again until you get it right. Let's right. say that Neil, oh, nearly, mate, you're probably not going to go on a hike without your personal location beacon or telling people where you're going next time, yes. living and learning And it's it. funny you
0: say that because they did ask him whether he will continue hiking and he gave it a firm yes, he mm-hmm. definitely will. So let's hope he has learned a very valuable lesson. Uh, and he will fix those things for next time. Yeah,
1: I mean, or oh, just don't lose your footing, you big idiot. No, I'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking. Watch, <laughs> joking. Watch where you step, it's Vision
0: Paris, <laughs> it is. Much like with live radio, Paris, on live television reports, mistakes can be made. Oh,
1: absolutely they can mm. be, no doubt.
0: I want, to see, I want to test you right now to see if you can pick the mistake from this lady. She's doing a news report, reporting live, okay? It's only a really quick piece of audio. It goes for seven seconds, so it shouldn't be too hard for you to find the mistake. Check this out.
1: We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment.
0: So uh, there was a high-speed pursuit. A <gasps> oh, guy no, I've got crashed it. I'll, I'll play it to you one more time.
1: We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment.
0: Yes. With a Ouija board. <laughs> It doesn't matter how many times you try and call the fella, he's not answering. <laughs> not No, they're Ouija boarding
1: and he's going, sorry, the number you have dialed <laughs> is not available. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers actually kicks off from tomorrow. It is going to be huge once again this year. And one of the mainstays of the carnival is, of course, the Heritage Bank Festival of Food and Wine. Not only do you get a festival of food and wine, but you get some blockbuster entertainment as well. And we're lucky enough uh, to have Bjorn again performing on Saturday night. Uh, So we've got Benny, Bjorn, Agnetha and Frida jumping up on stage. If you love ABBA, you're going to love these guys. And we have Frida from the band on the line right now. How are you?
2: Good morning. How are we doing?
0: Good. Thank you. Frida, thank you very much for joining us. We do appreciate it. The original ABBA all the people there for uh, some part of the time were actually either married to each other or at least dating each other. Is it the same in Bjorn again?
2: Oh, what a very easy first question! <laughs> Absolutely not, no. and okay. no, actually, none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Now I must ask, what made Bjorn again want to perform at the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers of all places?
2: It's a wonderful event. It's basically going to be ABBA on high octane. We're going to be pushing the petal to the metal. That's the, that's the flower petal. Yes. And, uh, you know, it, it was crazy from the last time we were there, and so we're back again.
0: So you're obviously well-known for building out ABBA Hits. You're also well-known for some amazing fashion sense. Who picks the costumes?
2: Me, of course. Who makes
0: the costumes? Are you also making them, Frida?
2: <laughs> There's not much to them. There's there's not much that the girls are wearing, that's for sure. And uh, flares and satin and colour. Just just all the wonderful stuff, platforms.
1: Frida, obviously Abba have hit after hit. What is your personal favorite song to perform?
2: Oh, that's a difficult question. They're all so great, just pop perfection. But um I think my favorite Will have to be Fernando. I look out into the audience and see just a sea of glow sticks in the air, and everybody always knows the words. Uh, and Dancing Queen, of course, always goes off. Could
1: you give us a little taste of Fernando right now?
2: It, it's a little early, so no, you'll have to come to the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. Now, you guys have been performing together for 30 years. Uh, any massive fights?
2: Always. Uh, it's usually about
0: Thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, the Heritage Bank Festival of Food and Wine. It's part of the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers, which, as I said, kicks off tomorrow. And if you want to go and see Frida as well as Benny, Bjorn, and Agnetha with Bjorn again, you can get all your ticketing details from tcof.com.au. Frida, thanks very much for your time this morning.
2: Thank you. It's so much fun. We cannot wait to be there for some great weather. Great food, great wine, the flowers, an amazing good time. We can't wait to see you, all. Want more Hamish in Paris?
0: Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.